Welcome to the Dope and Tape Show, guys. Uh, we have Big Kev uh, back on the show. So he was one of our early episodes, and he's back, and some things happened, and, and he's he's moved on to some awesome things, and, and we are uh, kind of want to talk to him and see where he's at now and how things changed and his thought process on, on going from uh, an employee to his own his own gig so uh what's up kevin how you doing doing good and uh since it was one of the early episodes um can you just give us like a little little background who got you in how long you've been in the industry so i've been in the industry for about 12 years now uh, i got in when i was 20 years old um i've been i uh, worked for three different companies in the 12 years um Started off, went through an apprenticeship program, got my license, and I'm from Connecticut, in Connecticut. Got my license in Connecticut. Um, past company I worked for about 10 years. And uh, this past year, I started my own business just servicing fire pumps. Fire pumps, controllers, backflow preventers. And now you own, you're the you're the owner of American Fire Pump out of Connecticut, right? Yep. That, that's me, yep. Congratulations, awesome. bro. How's that been going? It's not bad. It's It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. There's a lot of things you don't think of uh, as an employee versus a business owner. Um, there's you got to go find the work, get the work. Once you get the work, price it, um, do the work, bill it, and yeah, there's a, there's a lot to it. But you're always chasing something. Yep. But it's it's definitely the best decision I've made, and uh, yeah, I don't regret it at all. What I'm up, sure you're like me, man. I always feel like I need to go to some place and choke someone's like, just read your freaking emails. You know? <laughs> Dude, I'm always checking. I'm always like chasing paperwork. Or it, I haven't had any issues with like money yet. It's usually like the places I go to, you know, we uh we have an agreement in this typically like large contracts, but some Gosh, man, if they could just read their emails and get back to me. Chandler, what up? Chandler says his sister's in Connecticut, Chesa, Ches, Cheshire. Oh, Cheshire? That's not far from where I am. I'm in Waterbury. I had trouble with that. Yeah, if, so if anyone's in uh, in southern New England or in Connecticut and you need a fire pump guy, this is your guy right here. Where's Chandler from? Chandler is um, from the – he's just on the other side of Kansas in California. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it works like that. <laughs> it goes like we got the East Coast, and then you got the Mississippi River, and then it's yeah. just fucking Kansas, California, and then Cali. So she's like a she's like a Northeast eight immediately when she goes up there, right? <laughs> what is that? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny you were saying that you were with like what four power protection companies in twelve years. Uh three. Yep. Three. Wow. So I changed every two years. Okay. I was with a company for two years, started shopping, went with another company two years, started shopping. So that's kind of like how it's been for a while. But now um, the company I feel like I'm with now, um, they're giving me like everything I want, like freedom. Um, they don't tell me no. So anything I want to like, go after or do it's usually like yes that's Except for awesome. budweiser they told me to leave budweiser alone so Wait, what you were trying to get budweiser yeah 
What do you, what do you mean? Oh, you're trying to get like the contract or whatever? Yeah, yeah. How does that go about? Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, how you get a con? Oh, let me tell you how I how I go about it. Um, so I'm very good in person. So the whole email phone call thing doesn't work for me. Um, if let's say I was going after Budweiser, right? So I'll get on LinkedIn or I'll call the front desk, whoever um, has it, and I'll act like like I'm supposed to be calling. I'm supposed to be meeting him, and I'm just like calling. It's like Man, I can't remember his name. I'm trying to figure this out. Um, I have his name on my phone list, but I didn't put like the company name. Can you help me? Like, what's his name? You know, and then I'll get his name, his first and last name, and then I just go up there. I just roll in and I say, you know, and um, I try to get in front of him, just ask him for a time. Just and I just tell him I just want to introduce myself. Like I don't want to sell him anything. You know, I don't want to walk the building. I just want to introduce myself. And then I just kind of tell him a little bit about me, a little bit about the fire protection, and then I tell him that I want to, I want the opportunity to service him in fire protection and as well as like the the line i said the other day you know i want to be the consultant that he doesn't have to pay for the guy that they can call if there's questions and then i schedule a meeting for me to come back to the building i tell him like hey i just wanted to introduce myself you know i'm busy you're busy i get it and then when you go back that's that's when you that's when you get the sale that's when you get the sale yeah yeah because you're supposed Bam. to be there. They're they're expecting you. The first time, you're just you're just a dude, you know, showing up, wasting their time because they're busy too. So the first time is just a meeting, and then you know if you're busy, you are you're uh, creating worth in yourself, like value. If you have plenty of time, then you're not valuable. You're not busy. Other people are not wanting you. You know. People in the chat, can you hear my? Uh, can you hear the soundboard when I'm playing those little things or no? I got a new soundboard. I'm trying to. You said you got the sale. I played the. Uh, I gave it that cash register. Ching. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to be. No one wants to be sold. Everybody wants to be helped. Right. Yeah. You go in there trying to sell someone. I mean, you're not going to get anywhere. It's like a. It's like the guy with a. With like a a mall. You know, one of those. One of those things in the mall in the middle or they try to like the kiosks Kiosk? they try to like call you hey 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 look at this hey look at this look at this you know take a look at this like, and you're like, like nah buddy no 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 no. let me tucks his tail yeah so you gotta you gotta be and then, and then you walk it. away and it's yeah the problem is like the people with <laughs> that do do the like the phone calls they do fun. the emails like they have more sales because they're pumping it out but it's usually smaller things, or they're sending like a, uh, you know hundreds of emails, and they just, oh yeah. If just, you send a hundred, you're gonna get ten people to buy. You know, the more yeah. emails, the more sales. Like cold calling. Right, yeah. Right. So my goal when I go out, when I'm like hunting for new business, is to get four contacts and see as many people as I can to get those four contacts, and try to get a couple of meetings out of that. Good, pretty good little so, trick. Yep. Yep. But uh but yeah, first meeting, hello and all that stuff. Um I tell them, "Hey, you know, let's schedule a time." And then I tell them that 
like I'll go through a monthly pump run. Are you doing monthly pump runs? Have you had someone teach your engineering uh, group the proper way? And I just tell them, hey, it'll be free. Let me come back. Let me do a pump run with you. Let me walk the building. Can I tell you in case of emergencies as well as liabilities? If there is a fire or not a fire and then there's a fire alarm, like let me go over these things with you. And they're like, oh, well, that sounds... That sounds cool. Yeah, we need that. Free training, that's cool. I was like, all right, well, let's schedule a time. I'll come back, and then that's when I get to sell. Bam. When you're giving them your time, and you're creating the mm -hmm. relationship. Exactly. And then you're sifting worth. through all the different personalities. That's what I always say. It's just it's relationship and personalities. And if you can deal with those me, two like, things. Versus me like, hey, I'm from, I'm from my company. Um, I want to do your fire protection. Can I walk your building? Can you give me your report so I can build you, get you a quote? I can come back with a quote in a couple of days. Like that's that's selling. No one wants to deal with that. It's like get out of here, kid. You know. Wise words from an inspector. So, Kev, what have you been working on recently that might be uh, something out of the ordinary? Anything good? Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, I got a job coming up where I have to repack and paint uh, a vertical end line. Um, nothing, nothing really too crazy. It's fire um, pumps. Fire pumps every day. Just about. That's Just pretty cool. A lot of guys, a lot of guys aren't getting to see a lot of fire pumps, so it's ordinary for you, but it's you know might not be so ordinary for most of us. Right, right. It's a cool little. Uh, I'm happy for you, man. That's pretty cool. You moved on your own. That's the dream. Definitely, uh, definitely a lot of days. Just. You know, calling people, emails, emails are one thing that I've never really done that much before, but I'd probably shoot, I don't know, one to two dozen emails a day. No, oh, nice. Crunching them out. Yeah. Yep. Good for you. So, and still probably going pretty good word of mouth. So far. Yeah. So far, pretty decent word of mouth. Um, I'm trying to trying to build relationships with uh with bigger companies and keep continuous work coming in um trying to try to meet like property management companies kind of get my foot in the door with uh property management companies um sprinkler contractors pretty much anybody so um for as far as the like chief engineers and stuff um what i do is just try to I go through, I guess, I don't know if it's up there, but JLL, CBRE, like the big guys. Yeah. If you can become friends with one chief engineer, then then you got your foot in the door. You just have to keep asking for referrals. Yeah, we got CBRE up here. I deal with them. I do yeah. a lot of my shutdowns at a couple of the hospitals. You got to get a good chief engineer. If you can't get a good chief engineer that's been there for a long time, like it's so hard. So that's usually what I go for. Um and then I try to ask for regionals, like regional managers. Yeah. The big dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. The people who make decisions and can make things happen for you. And then you become their friend. You know, friend by, like like I said, helping. If they need something, help them. Which I'm sure, like, Kevin, I'm sure you answer your phone all the time and, and help anybody just from, you know, the type of guy you are. Oh, yep. yeah. I actually still get phone calls from uh, the company I used to work for. Um, just guys having, ran, you know, just general questions, you know, I help them out as much as I can. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of. Yeah, my it. father still calls me from my last company. I went to drop off um, baseball gear for my oldest son and went in there and it was, it was cool, man. You know, like it is like family when you walk in there and everybody's like, what's going on? And they, 
continue talking shit and where are you at and how's it going and how and you blah, been blah, 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 blah. yeah it's how awesome. did your old company take it kev when you left they took it good yeah they were they were very good they were very understanding um i don't really have anything bad to say about the company they were they were good good to work yeah. for um, they send you sub work bigger and better uh Nothing yet, but uh, I think coming up, it's going to be a little bit different. So coming up is going to be, I think, very, very busy just because it's getting into pump season. And that's that's yeah. when all the problems come up. When it um, gets warm. Yeah. And uh, was it last week or two weeks ago? It was like 80 degrees, and now it's like 50 degrees. Yeah. But yeah. Fucking once, weather, man. Once it starts like steady 60 plus every day, then it's – pretty much pump season everybody's doing flow testing getting it in now and like i said that's the busy time because everybody's gonna have failure starts on pumps or they're not gonna perform right or pack and spraying anywhere everywhere and you can't adjust it and, you know that's that's where you get a bunch of, of work is summertime sounds like money oh yeah it, it does seem that like across the board it gets it gets um we get super busy in the summer too because the schools close down so Mm. they don't want to interrupt students learning and when they leave for the summertime we got to go in there and do like a year's worth of work in in a couple months you know the summer slammers they call them i'm 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 with it i'm all for it more money 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 yeah that's big up here with summer slammers and usually a school and it's usually a big crew and you just got like a lot to do in a little amount of time crush it while the kids are gone Yep. What are you working on now, Bobby? What you got going on? So we um we had to relocate a standpipe. We had to relocate a standpipe that we've already relocated. And we had to relocate it again. The original spot that they had picked that we had hit the hole exactly where they wanted. It ended up too close. You need 18 inches for, so for handicap reasons on a doorway from the open not to stop you, but this was the really small stairwell that you were working on a yeah, while ago, right? Yeah, but so this and it has four standpipes in this building, and we had to relocate an existing standpipe for a trash chute. We relocated it. They put the trash chute in. They put a door to the trash chute room. That's the door swings in, but and it, it the standpipe's not obstructing the door. The door opens, but you need 18 inches from the edge of the door frame of clearance on the inside swing and we're like you know we're right in the middle of that so we were screwing up their clearance mm. and they kind of already pissed off bfd so bfd's all over them there and uh yeah is, we had is to that bfd is that like joint commission no that's boston like, fire they... department oh, yeah oh, okay I got boston you. fire you, man you deal with joint commission as well um yeah but and, more like yeah. boston fires just dude they are there and they're involved they're just, you know, like, That's so we incredible. do, we do, if we do a CPVC shutdown, if they take the ceiling down, we got to spend uprights. We got a fire watch that sits there all night because we can't, they won't, insurance won't let us fill it for 24 hours. So a BFD detail sits, sits there when we're not there. Hospital, right? This is, this That's isn't like even, normal. this isn't even a hospital. This is just a high rise in Boston. It's for, uh, so it's just normal how involved they are. Any building, any building in Boston. What? Yeah, if the sprinklers are down overnight, you're getting a fire watch. So I got to tie into, we got to relocate two hose valves at one of the hospitals. I already have the new hose valves in place. I have all the piping to where it's tying into. I've already hydro tested it. It's literally like three pieces of two and a half pipe to a valve. We pumped it up, tested it. I wanted to freeze it. 
I have a little bit of experience freezing. It goes smooth every time. You get to leave the building completely live. It doesn't, uh, you know, they don't want to freeze it, so they want to drain it. Let's drain it. We're in the basement, and in, there's three standpipes that are off of this 8-inch that I got to drain. So we have to take down all three standpipes to do these two hose valves. That they're going to take, it'll be quick. It's literally, I have it set up so I can just un uncoupling it, pull the piece out, and put my piece in, and we're connected and live and filling again. But it's going to be, I know it's going to take me forever to drain. I'm draining three standpipes. Even if they're all checked in, it's still, they want a truck and a full fireman crew for each standpipe that's coming down. So it's like a 6 o'clock, so these... 6 p.m. start, and we'll have three fire engines, probably five firefighters in each truck until I'm done. Because we're taking the whole system, wow. the whole place down. Are oh. these, um, this is incredible. Like, this wouldn't even happen in Atlanta. And like I was just saying, what's happening right now, and it's spreading like wildfire. I, I've seen it twice this year, and I've never seen it before, is when I drain a sprinkler system, even for five minutes, has to be a fire watch with me. has to be a fireman from that town. And it's Who's a four-hour four minimum. So a lot You're... of times, we want it in the contract that the GC calls, and the GC is going to pay. But on some of these, it ends up in our contract. And my office calls the fireman, and then i got to sign his ticket. It's uh, it's pretty crazy because I'm there. I'm firewatch trained. I'm there. I could fire. I'm firewatching as I'm as I'm fucking working. So I couldn't. I was like, I was completely set standard. up. There was two labor. There was a laborer, a super. There was two hospital engineers that were there because they'd spin the valves. Me, the sprinkler guy, and a fireman, so I could do two pendants, uh, three pendants to uprights. I'll never see a fireman, ever. It's a big ass crew to do three pendants to uprights. Well, yeah. now these standpipes, are these standalone standpipes, or do they have like, sectional systems on the way up? It's usually like a combination. It has fucking everything. Standpipe, it will have zone controls and fire department valves off of it. Okay. So you just take your, your, you know, you're taking the whole thing down. I did come across. This is crazy. I love it. I love it. I wish Atlanta was like that, but I'm not ever going to see a fire. Like yeah, a we fire just did a big, huge job at an elementary school. Love freezing. Yeah, that doesn't happen in Toronto either. Only time we see firemen is on an accident. <laughs> so what they'll tell you, all they really want is, and the fire marshal will come and check it. So you can have anybody. You can get the bum off the corner of the street, come in every hour on the hour, walk it, have a log. That's it. Oh, and that's the fire watch? That's a fire watch. Yeah, so most, if you're outside of Boston... That's kind of how it is. You just anybody can be the fire watch. It's a, it's a train. No, it's usually, it's, it's usually an eight hour, eight hour course. Our our local um, course. Yeah. No, we, it could be anybody. Everybody. Every be. member in local five fifty is fire watch trained. It was eight hour course. Wow. They said that I wonder if, you, that's if, a you, thing if you're too using a hammer union. drill, if you're using a hammer drill through a metal pan, that's a fire starting um, activity, because huh. you could make you could make a spark drilling through that pan say so it goes the same as like they treat it the same as open torch and using a grinder um anything that's creating that much heat so like to use a grinder we need fire watch if you're making the if you're making sparks that's got to be a real pain it's just you know it's it turns into paperwork man you got to get paperwork because you got to apply for the permit you're always and... doing paperwork you're so always doing paperwork. a lot of paperwork dude 
and, and is this I, like union paperwork or is this no like i work for one of the oldest companies in the local and we're just they're just still a little bit old school i just, we just got like they, they mail me my check bro what they mail me my check we all got our checks mailed. Some guys a little short it up, with but... some cash in there too. <laughs> no, no, it's, some, no, it's taxes. It's all in there, but they still fucking mail it. <laughs> and then like uh, the timesheets, like I've worked for a few different companies. I've done different fucking timesheets. These timesheets, there you want they you got to write the floor that they're on. Are they doing mains? Are they doing standpipes? Are they doing heads? Are they doing corn? Like what are they doing on the floor? Like there's there's all these little cat little codes. Is it slip work? Was it overtime? So you and you is take your a picture is of your it. company pretty small? Because it sounds like they they give you a lot of support. Like I'm at the smallest company I've ever been in at like currently, and I have tons of support. Is that like a small business thing you think, or versus big? I've had good support at every company that I've been. Like, because typically it's like the support is going to be because I'm not going to bother the boss on some bullshit. I'm not going to ever call the boss unless I desperately need to. So I would just utilize my project manager, who's like kind of like my office partner in a way. Whoever the project manager is for my job, he's probably the one, he's probably also the salesman that sold it, and now he's project managing it. And if I have any kind of question regarding his spec or do we own this, a lot of times I'm hitting him up like, hey, do we own this or is this extra? Like, because I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm outside the scope of my yeah. print. They'll, that's always happening to me where I'll get a print and it has the floor and then all of a sudden they're like, well, hey, we want to, we're going to do this bathroom too. And I'm looking at my print I'm like that bath. I don't see that bathroom on my print, bro. That's extra two men, eight hours. I gotcha. Hey Kev, <laughs> with, with all the, uh, with all the new roles that you're taking on, which is everything. Extra, how are you managing Like, do you have a CRM, like a computer software that you're using that manages it, that keeps you like your task in a row? What, who owes you money, who you need to go see, what projects you have outstanding, like what, what equipment you need to get, where's the equipment at? Like, So I, I utilize wow. uh, a program. Uh, I don't know if either of you are familiar with it. It's called InspectPoint. Uh, I have never used it. I've heard, heard of it, but I've never used it. So yeah, Sh use... Shaggy posted that the other day. I use InspectPoint. Is that what he's using in InspectPoint? I so think you we use that too. You could use it for sprinkler inspections. You could use it for work orders, uh, flow testing. You could do it for commissioning. Um, you could also use it for proposals, invoices, um, payment. You could do pretty much everything through through InspectPoint, which is really good. Um, I use Google Calendar and InspectPoint for scheduling. In hmm. meetings, meetings, I just use like Google Calendar for meetings and kind of like a quick overview. I still... So kind of use old school, just paper and pen, just to kind of get a quick glimpse of like what the week's going to look like. Um, yeah, that's it's it's pretty much it. But uh, Inspect Point's really nice because there's a lot of capability with it. You know what I mean? Like I said, you could start off doing um, a proposal, uh, do your actual job through a work order. Once you're done with it, process it, and then send it as an invoice. And then the invoice, there's a link for payment right there. It's very straightforward. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know it had all that shit in there. Yeah. So I, I was very familiar with it. The last company I used to work for, that's what I used in the field. Now, I I know the the in-field part, like the back of my hand, because I used it every day for about two and a half years. But the back-in-office part, I don't know anything about. So that's that's a bit of a learning curve. But there's a lot that you could do with it, and there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know you could do with it. But, yeah, it's 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 good. So far, so good. Logo's asking, what equipment do you prefer to use for your annual flow test? 
Oh, hose monster, hundred percent hose monster. Hose yeah. monster, hey, baby. Look, I don't think there's any other option than than the little hose monsters, the plastics. With oh man, it's like a wet dream with the uh, with the remote readers. Oh my gosh! It's, even when you go open atmosphere with the two and a half with the, the green connections, I I know I'm going off on a rant, but man, they are <laughs> they are awesome. <laughs> uh, you had the little ones. Yeah, the little yep, little hose monster. Oh my gosh. That's that's the way to go with a remote reader and everything well, where you can don't get reader. wet. Oh huh? yeah, so I got one that has the tube thing. Now Hose Monster came out with the the wireless Bluetooth sensors. I didn't buy those because those are ridiculously expensive for what they are. Yeah, well, and and I wouldn't buy it. I yeah. wouldn't buy it. Electronic, like no, stay mechanical as much as you can. That just sounds like a nightmare. Can you imagine? All right, you go out to a huge diesel fire pump. You you drove two hours to get there right and you had this bluetooth device when you're flow monsters and you go out there and then it's not connecting or or this electronics not working and the battery's dead yeah Yeah. buy the tubes buy the tubes baby spend uh, that money that and then uh, i bought a company viberline for laser line control i can't i can't be left in control okay um, the laser alignment tool is pretty cool. Um, you have it around you, but yeah. See, that's something I don't know about is the laser alignment. I actually, when I uh, rebuilt my last fire pump, uh, I just, I subbed another company out. How much did they charge you? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I was just in the field at the time, so I didn't handle the money part yet. Oh yeah. What do we got? What do we got? So it's cool. It comes with uh, comes with like a little tablet thing. It's almost like a phone for doing alignment spot. Yeah, I uh, they have an app that I use my i my iPad for, which is great because that's what I use to do all my um, reports and paperwork. So I can do everything mm-hmm. right from my iPad, and I can upload my report from my laser alignment directly to the iPad to a report, which is great. Um, but yeah, these are the sensors. There's two oh, sensors. Oh, nice! It comes with two of them, right? Yep. Yeah. Two sensors that go on each side of the coupling, pretty much on the shaft on the coupling, and then uh, each coupling has its own tolerance, and it can't be with it has to be within its certain tolerance. So what it, the, this one I like is it gives you how far over up. Uh, the pump has to go. So if the motor has to go one way, you know, up like ten thousandths of an inch in the left corner, uh, left back corner, you throw a shim under there, and then it it does real time display kind of where it is. And when you lock everything down, then you adjust the shaft, and it tells you exactly what it is. And I like the report aspect because you have a report of before what it looked like, and then what your corrective action is, so that that your customer has an exact idea of what you did. Huh, that's nifty. So, technology, um, baby. Oh yeah, technology. Do you know that FM Global, in their handbook, they require it to be, um, every like every, what well, I think annual test. So every year, it's actually it's required an NF- to be aligned. Huh? That's an NFPA twenty-five. It's required by code every year that you check alignment on a fire. Is pump. it every year? It's actually, it's yeah, every year. NFPA 25. I don't have a 25 down here. 
yeah, yeah, that's not getting done. <laughs> you know, you got to like check the alignment every year. Supposed to check the alignment every single year. Yep. So do you have to take off the bonnet to do that? The top? Uh, just a coupling guard. Okay. Just a coupling guard. Yep. Any any tips on on aligning that? So it all depends on your your tool itself. Um, this one is not too bad. There are like little tricks. There are different bolts. Like some, <clears throat> no matter how much you want to try to get your alignment within its tolerances, just some bases are tweaked. Some of them are shipped just kind of messed up. Um, there are kind of like little things you could do to cheat. There are specific bolts that are a little bit thinner with, you know, your regular standard thicker threads, but they're, they're stronger bolts. So the neck's a little bit thinner just so you could kind of get a little bit of extra out of, uh, out of your base to move the motor. Um, diesels are a pain because they are very heavy. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you, you just kind of learn along the way. Um, I highly recommend if you get any laser alignment tool that you go through a training class from the company you get it from because they'll show you exactly. Do they usually provide that or do you have to pay for it? They provide it at a cost. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's free when you pay. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, train, we'll you know, spend another freaking, I don't know, X amount of dollars on, on training and it's not cheap training either. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but, Send it. So if you haven't liked this video yet, please like it. Please share it. Thanks for uh, watching. We appreciate all of your support. If you want to follow us on uh, Instagram, if you're not, Kevin is American Fire Pump. Yep. American on Instagram. Fire. Brian is Atlanta Fire Protection and Blue Collar Bobby. If you want to recommend a guest, hit us up. Get him on the show. Yeah. We're happy, we're happy to do this shit. We really enjoy it. We want to talk to you guys. Let's start getting like plumbers and electricians on here and shit. See what they got to say. Uh, yeah. Like Chris, <laughs> I get shit on quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we'll probably get like thirty followers, thirty thousand followers. I'm sure that they could take it though. <laughs> I want to get like an electrician's point of view of the sprinkler fitter. You know, top dog yeah. on the site. It's gonna be our first electrician on the show. They, we only send two, and you wouldn't want to fight them. That's what. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh so, shit! I came across this old, uh, really old original packing slip with the pump make model serial number and the price on it from 1980. Really? Yeah. It's uh, it's in real rough shape. I don't know how well it's going to pick up on the camera here. But yeah, it's from 1980. It has uh, all the information, but the best part is that price. That's with it. 39.52? That's with a controller and everything. No, shut up. With a controller? Yeah, with a, a fire trawl across the line controller for four thousand dollars, and a and, pump, and the pump in 1980. Yep, you, you spend that now for it not working. That's, <laughs> that's like your. That's I like your. I it's like your granddad. Nine. Your granddad bought his house for like fucking eight ninety nine. He's like, you just got to buy a house, kid. Like they're six hundred thousand now, Gramps. Yeah, charge more than that for doing like some services. <laughs> Yo, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Wheels of Cross charges me crazy money. So <laughs> he bought all these, like, um, I think it was controller, like, um, I'm going to butcher it, but 
something that goes in the controller. They were discontinuing, and he bought oh, all of them. I heard about this. Yeah, I actually, he told me about this when he did it, and I, I thought, oh, was- he loves it. He loves it, and he loved to charge me for it too. <laughs> <laughs> I found it was a. Uh, I think it was uh, the initial, I think either the initial breaker or it was like uh, the main contacts in this one controller that they yeah. discontinued. He spent absurd money and bought all of them. Whatever they had yeah. left, they long. And now they need pay for ones. <laughs> but like Good he could sell for 5, 10, 15 grand, but it's still cheaper than spending, you know, 35 on a new controller. Good yeah, for him. Bobby, it's Steve that was DMing you about the mechanical T. That mechanical T coupling is um, very uncommon. Yeah. Did you guys see that? What I posted from the um, Toronto, uh, Victolic Toronto sent me that coupling that was also like an outlet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I want to never... say I want to say it was Style seventy. It was a Style seventy two or something. Um. Then other people started to send me them, and Steve found one in his shop. Huh. I didn't think that they were okay. FO. Um... FL uh, listed, but I think they are FM listed. Vertical pumps? What's that? You hate vertical pumps? They're by far my least favorite pump. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So when you guys go and fuck with those vertical pumps, you got to take all those bearings out of the top? So it's not like there's only one on a vertical. Well, it depends on the, the exact design, but there's only like one real bearing um and when you pull the motor like you have to get an electrician to disconnect the wires to pull the motor like that you don't do all that often unless you like hear some real debris or there's a performance issue other than that you just pretty much take the packing out where the the the, the stuffing box is clean it out as best as you can new packing in clean it up you're down there in that little hole like on the ground oh yeah well uh, oh you're talking like a vertical turbine yeah i was that oh, oh that's a different that's a whole different beast oh okay Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a whole different beast. That had a bunch of bearings in the top of it when we put it together. Are you talking about the vertical turbine for, like, water? I'm talking, like, oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Turbine. I was mistaken. That's what water? I thought we were talking about. Oh, so those aren't, well, I mean, I guess there are a series of bearings, but those are a series of impellers. No, so, no, not those. Like, at the very, very top of the motor where we put this, uh, this big nut with the pin in it, there was ball bearings that went around the top oh, of it man. that we put in. Way, way at the top of the motor, inside this little dome piece. Oh, okay. And like all the weight sits on that. Like it, it's very important up at the top. But it was my first I, time doing it. And for, it went so fast. For balancing, it sounds like, like as it go around, it it balances it. So to repack that thing just doesn't seem easy. It's like not enough. There's not a lot of room in the bottom of that thing to repack it. Yeah, this is like one of those real small kind of crappy inline verticals. Those are my least favorite. Vertical turbines are cool because they're just they're unique. Um, you don't see too many people like lifting one of them and taking it apart and rebuilding it. Typically, if they lift it, they're just going to replace it, which is crazy because those things are by far the most expensive pump you could get. Why put it in there? Why use them? I mean, what what benefit does it have being vertical? The small, small spaces? Is that it? So they also pump some of the largest volumes of water, believe it or not. And you can just add another impeller if you want more volume, I believe. Right. On on what you're talking about, we're talking about two separate things. So, like, oh. if you think about an inline that is installed vertically, like a, a oh, I typical gotcha. a typical horizontal oh, okay. electric pump, but instead of it's horizontal, it's just vertical. 
Oh, you're yeah, talking the, about the one with the big oh, yeah. stem that I'm has propellers that pulls water. Yeah, yep. that's what you're talking about, Bobby. Which I haven't seen. I've never seen one before. I've seen quite a few of them. Yeah, I think there's only I think like two of them in Boston. The first two are, I think we put the first two in Boston or the first two of that kind. They're huge in the Philippines. Huge. So they're they're big in remote areas. You don't see them too much in like cities, but uh, at least here in Connecticut, you see them more in like remote areas. Uh, you don't have any water pressure, and instead of having a massive outside water storage tank, you have a massive underground water storage tank. You could just put build a pump house or, or the pump room right above the tank. Yeah, so yeah, that's safe, how these are. Uh, space space saving, pretty much. Style seventy two. They pump some uh, some pretty crazy amounts of water. Horizontal split case and vertical turbines are the two biggest types of pumps that you can get. I bet it's a lot like uh, Scotland. Like they do not have heavy or high, however you want to say it, um, water pressure. So they all have these tanks that they pull from. Every system they put in's got them tanks. It looks yeah, like yeah. Everyone they'll have uh, outside. It's almost like they they just have them ready to go on skids. Just boom, 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 boom. Like every place that has power protection. Yeah, because you, they just have really low pressure. I follow a lot of companies uh, pretty much in like Scotland and like pump companies. And uh, especially in Europe, Europe and Scotland and pretty much just all of Europe. And suction pumps are, are huge over there. Whereas here, you don't see much at all. At least no. I've seen one. Literally only seen one. Hmm. Are they reliable? More reliable than a horizontal? Um, I think they're about the same, but it's also volume of water. I think like the biggest. I could be wrong, but I think one of the biggest and and suction pumps you could get is like a fifteen hundred gpm pump. Okay. Hmm. Which uh, and does it have to be electric? I would imagine it has to be. You can't you can't yep. run that with diesel, can you? Yep. I've seen the one that I've seen is a diesel, an end suction uh, diesel. Like a little one? Yeah. Let me see if I got a video of it. Yeah, send me a, I want to see at least a picture. Like, So what do you think the rough cost of a vertical turbine is? An electric? It, it depends on like how much how much horsepower the electric motor is. Um, are you talking like 50 grand or 100 grand? Oh, no. You're talking over probably over 150. Just for the pump. Yep. Because think about it, too. You have to have a crane company come in or a rigging company come in and crane out the old, crane in the new, or take the old one out and put the new one in. Kind of hard to see. We can kind of see it. Yeah, so you have the diesel and then... then so, I'm sure... What is it like in a crankshaft in the back? Or no, what's that? What's that? The rear diff, right? In the rear of a vehicle? Where you have the drive shaft come in and you have the diff, and then you have the. I bet it's like something like that because the diesel comes in, diesel, um, that arm it connects and then it's turning, turning the impeller like way that. down the bottom. Yeah, right. So. Oh wow. Well, that's a big boy. Oh no, it's it's only five hundred gpm. That it just looks big. I guess it looks bigger in the video. Yeah. Five hundred gpm, and you get a diesel. <laughs> you don't have reliable power man yeah oh that's, that's true. true 
That's true. Can one of them put a tank under it? That's that's why we're putting in these turbines too, is because they're for hospitals, and so. I guess if the power, if there was no water supply, if both of the city supplies got cut, you know, they could still fight fire for a long time with their 150,000-gallon tank. Yeah. Hospitals are so important to keep, as you know, you know, working there and stuff. Very you can't important. Can't get them out. Can't get them out. No, yeah, you got to keep, you got to, you got to protect the patients. Nursing homes most, too. Most of them are passed out, you know. They just got out of surgery. They're all fucking drugged up and recovering. What, how are they going to get out? Fucking place on fire. Yeah. yeah. Remember, just think about the last time you were in a hospital. Like you, you were probably gone. You know. So, I'm trying to get into uh, into diesel service as well. That's one thing I'm trying to dive into pretty hard. Um, just another thing to do. Yeah, um, like cell maintenance. Like yep. old change and just timing belts and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Pretty much. Doing so I do offer that too, but I I sub it out to like a mechanic shop, like a mobile oh. mechanic. That stuff I would do in house myself because, uh, like I said, it's just. Oh, that'd be awesome. Are you trying to do some like certifications? So you have something or? So technically, I'm certified through Clark. So... Sick. That's awesome. We gotta get you a cameraman. Yeah, dude, the shit I'll... you're the shit you're doing every day is people definitely want to see. I want to see. Get uh, you like because that that stuff you don't the stuff you don't see, man. Yeah, like and then so many people, including myself, want to learn more about fire pumps, but we're stuck on a job because if we go, you know, pump schools are rare, pump classes are rare, and if you you do have one, then they're expensive, or they're in another state, and um. Like you, you don't get that experience. You don't have that hands-on experience, like a, like a, someone who, is you know just fitting pipe. You know, eight heads a day, twelve heads a day, going home kind of thing. Like twenty heads a day. It's, I was say yeah, rare. It's a... <laughs> twenty heads. I could probably do fifty myself. Pump you your know? numbers up. It depends. It depends if you got to hang it, and depends on who's on the machine. But you should be able to do fucking prefab 20. fifty heads. So when I was a. Uh... I was an apprentice. I, I worked with this really old guy. Uh, he was very, uh, very well known for being a grumpy, grumpy old man. <laughs> he, uh, he would always be like, uh, at the end of the day, how many heads did you do? I did 14 heads. Oh, you got to pump those numbers up. I did 25. I go, Dave, you, you never rookie numbers. Get your numbers up. <laughs> I'm hanging, I'm hanging, you know, three, four foot arm overs with trap bars and, and all kind of other shit. And he's literally goosenecking, uh, you know, nipple 90 and then dropping a head. He's taking the easy ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's what you got to do with the apprentice. Go yeah, challenge him. And then you just fucking numbers. skip around and get all the easy ones. <laughs> It really slows you down if you got to fucking hang them, man. You know, trap bars, I mean, they're if you got to hang every one, then you're doing twelve or fifteen, and then trap bars. I mean, man, that's a lot of extra stock you just fucking went. Try to do the rough and nice, so you don't have to uh, hang them. Yeah. Yep. Well, back then I was doing uh, service, so everything was like, you know, you got to take apart what's existing, swing the head, as yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I do. Relocates, fucking spin them upright. And they usually just tighten their arm over in too much, so then I gotta fucking take it out, put in a new arm over anyway. I saw uh, I gotta find his Instagram page, but I saw on his on his page for his cheaters, he didn't use conduit, he used uh, brass, mm. like brass pipe. I was like, that is fancy. You're really trying to get your wrenches stolen. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> My God, look away in Boston. All of a sudden, Methadone Mile, they'll be selling them on, on the corner. Methadone <laughs> Mile? Well, y'all got a street? Yeah, bro, Methadone Mile. It's fucking... Keep your windows up. Wow. There's like a... there's It's uh, it's interesting down there. I videotape it sometimes. They just like... They'll pick a they'll pil- pick a cigarette filter up off the ground and light it and smoke it. It's like nothing. There's nothing left. They don't even know whose malt was on it before. Jeez. And they they they'll just be sitting on the sidewalk shooting dope. You'll be sitting at a red light. It's like, it's it's quarter of six in the morning, bud. What the fuck? Methadone Mile. There's there's a, there's a few different uh, methadone places there, and then that's where they all gather, and then they just like panhandle. It's in like a wicked, uh, busy area too. So. You could be a green what light. Cure, what if I cure their methadone problem <coughs> with uh, with Azul coffee? So instead of meth in the morning, they have a cup of Azul coffee. I bet they'll take the Azul you know? coffee and still do their meth. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. then they, uh, they get the Azul coffee. Then they feel like they need a job. And then they want to take a shower and find a, uh, you know, a beautiful wife, get married, have kids, become Christian. Or something, you know? I don't think I did the wrong one. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the coffee might not be the best for someone. Bro, you could be having a green light and you're doing 30 miles an hour. This person is not looking, not stopping. Don't give a fuck. They just color. walk. They don't care what the light is or what. And they're just going. <coughs> Watch out. Dude, you cracked me up with uh, with the tickets. <laughs> Stage five. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking things get, them things get stuck, man. I think that the I think the meter <laughs> mate's starting to super glue them. She must be following me. That's she wants funny. to see how long. Sometimes they stay up. Did you see the one that fell off of the wind, off of the wiper, was stuck on the mirror? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I flung it off. It flies off of the wiper. It's stuck on the mirror. It stayed there for like fucking twenty miles, just pressed against the mirror. Don't let off the gas, baby. You're coming home. So they ever contact you about those? Or you just nothing. Who? What? That's oh, automatic. Once you send them into the sky, it's automatically paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, oh shit! They target they target the commercial vehicles. You know. That sounds about right. The one if if I let my if I let my inspection sticker expire and I get one of those tickets, I'd hear about it, but I won't hear about parking tickets. It's the name of the game. Where am I gonna park the van in the fucking six foot tall garage? Yeah. You know, there's no there's there's no there's nowhere to find me a parking spot in Boston. For my van with ladders on it, where I'm allowed to park. That's not sixty dollars. You know, if you got an open lot, it's gonna be sixty bucks. Like the hospitals are all near Fenway, or you know, you might be able to find one for forty. It'll be like, oh, ten dollars for the first hour, and then after that, it's forty-five dollars. Huh. No, see, Atlanta doesn't even ticket you. They just throw on two boots, huh. throw on a sticker. Two boots? Yeah, you gotta get. Two you have boots to have and a sticker. You got. I think you're gonna have five unpaid tickets to get a boot. No, no. It's it's they double boot the. Uh, if you have a like a construction truck or van, they double boot you. For because what? they know that you'll tr- you'll try to saw off like with a, you know, sawzall. So you can't. Oh, you can probably get one, but you can't get two by the time the tenant gets back. I don't know. You've seen them Diablo blades. <laughs> <laughs> Whole vamp hour battery and a few Diablo blades. That's it. And an apprentice. He gets one, I get the other. Hurry up, kid. Fuck cutting it. Just go. What's going to happen? If That thing's got to fall off once I hit 80. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Your wheel is not spinning. Really? And then, 
so the stickers that they put on there, you gotta go buy Gugon to get them all. Like they they are on there. I got a these couple of bright stickers. green stickers. They just like I got these right bright. I got these bright orange ones. You just can't get them off if you stick them. Mm-hmm. Who do we got next week? Next week is another month. We're entering May. Yeah, this year is going crazy. We got Big Donnie on Tuesday. And then we got J Mac coming back on the fourth. You missed the first J Mac show, so that'll be a good one. The ninth, awesome. I'm trying the ninth or the eleventh, I'm trying to get Chris from Victolic, the down in Texas, the regional manager. He yeah, sent us he yeah. sent us the hat. He sent you a hat, right? Yeah, yeah, I just haven't gotten picked it up yet, but yeah. Um yeah, good shit. And if anyone else wants to come on the show, just hit us up. I'm always booking it. If he's listening, um I'm gonna do a video. You know, like a story or something. When, when I get it, I just haven't got it yet. I'm planning on getting it. Um, ne- yeah, next weekend. Nice. I'm not doing anything this weekend. I I told all my friends I'm busy. Oh yeah, and what? You're just yeah. gonna lay around in your hammock? Yeah, I'm gonna go lift and uh, maybe ride some bicycles next to the river and then hang out at the house. There you go. Relax, yeah, maybe, kid. Maybe Good eat some you. steak. Whoo. I'm going to finish I mean, my chicken coop. Wife's even on board. Like, I had some reservations, and I was like, you want to cancel these and just not do anything? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need that. Just stay in. Dude, well, I haven't stopped. Moved, and then got married, and then we, then we had family from Colombia, which, you know, they always come. Like, you you, you marry a, a Latin, you know, a Latin woman, they're her family and her friends are going to come and stay and then visit and vacation for months in your house. and Fam- Family, man. Invite them over. Something you have to deal with. So everybody <laughs> be ready for that if that if you make that decision in your life. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let them in. <clears throat> you, uh, I'm you cool with it if they cook, you know? If they come and they cook, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but if you're not cooking... Make him some milkshakes. Doing yeah. something. What'd you say, Kev? I said, Brian, have you tried to call Wills and see if he'll come on the podcast? That dude would be great. I haven't tried to call him. Um, I'll tell you what. I, I'll call him tomorrow. I'll try to call him tomorrow. Get him on, bro. Tell him uh, Tell him the 25th. The 23rd yeah. or the 25th of May. The 23rd or the 25th of May. For Wills. What is it? Wills? Yep. Wills Lacrosse. Wills Lacrosse. I That's don't think hmm. I, I personally I've never met anybody who's more knowledgeable about fire pumps than that guy. Well, if he does come on, we want you to come on the show with us. What's that? Like do if he does come on, I want you to come on with us. Like I want it to be like a four person episode. Oh yeah, I would come on. Let's, let's do it. Maybe uh, we'll you have guys, to do you guys have both met him before? Sure. I've never met him. I've only like subcontract him. I've met him and dealt with over the phone. What'd you say, Kevin? He is an apprentice now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's got a guy, his name's Mike, that works for him. I mean, I don't know if he's an apprentice, but he's he's really good at what he does too. Pretty much does okay. like, same with like laser alignment, flow testing and Yeah, yeah. Have you hired anybody yet? Or are you just running the show? I'm doing everything myself. Only employee? Yep. Wow. Man, was it scary to get started, like to jump that ship, man? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. But it kind of it would scare me more to not do it. You know what I mean? You, you always wonder. You always wonder throughout life, like, what if I did this? What if I did that? Or why didn't I do this? Yeah, I think it's better to to know. Get her so done. Me, me and my wife are doing a lot of things like we get a Zool. You know, we get the podcast. We, you know, um, that's that's kind of where we want our future to be. And um, and I was telling her on the way back, I forgot where we were coming home from. I think it was like a, a sushi day. And I just got on one of my like, I do this thing where I get on this like life rant where I just start <laughs> talking about life and this and this. And then she just, you know, listens. But I told her, I was like, you know, if you have a plan, if you have a dream or something that you think that you would love to do or something that would, you know, work, like the worst that can happen, especially here in America is you know you do it through an llc so you're protected but like you just go bankrupt right you go bankrupt and then if you're an able-bodied person you can build it back up you can get a job you can buy a cash car like it's not the end of the world no not at all no i mean of course this doesn't take you years to get back with it but you tried you know and then Gave you it your all again. yeah I mean, how is the coffee the, thing going it's Brian? not that bad the rest of the world you would be i mean You'd almost die, you know. There's yeah. no support, but America has so many like programs and options, and you can get you can go bankrupt. You go bankrupt. So what? Yeah, you just keep so going. What? Yeah, you have start a body. Go pick up a wrench. Let's go. You have knowledge. You can start back with you know with your higher wage. Like who cares? Who That's cares? It. How's the coffee going, Bry? Uh, well, um. Since we've been so busy and we um so we basically launched it and then we were planning a wedding and then we had family over and all that so it's just we just been we did our first pop-up at a uh, at a woman's event and sarah's uh she sold 12 bags sent some bags off to some friends and uh not many though um so not awesome but you know we just started and we don't That's even it. have a, a website in um, I don't know. We're just still trying to figure out, figure out uh, shipping, and and we're just kind of see what direction we want to go. But I have a two year hard start. So whatever we do, two year hard start. Could you get yourself a Dynamo uh, she, printer right there at that laptop and just print the labels out yourself? Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. There's a stamps.com that has good options. Yeah, that's um, what my wife used for a long time. And then. Um, she even sent me, you know, of course, if she's not doing it, I can do it. But she sent me, uh, like some horse trailers that got renovated with sinks and, and, and electricity and, oh, like, that's cool. Turn it into a coffee stand. She's like, you can do that. I was like, yeah, but it would take me a lot of weekends. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you got it, Bri. And then you can like try to hire, like park that thing at a wedding. Oh yeah. Uh, be the cop, be the coffee horse trailer at like a f nice wedding. Make it look nice. Oh, you you want to know you'd kill it? Do espresso martini trailer. Oh yeah, but then I have to do the liquor license. Do it through the venue. I don't know how that would go. Yeah, just do your coffee thing go. and just uh, you know, just double the price. We're gonna yeah. secretly add some vodka or whatever. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> wink, wink gets you some vodka in there. <laughs> That's great. But like they have like Atlanta's big on food trucks. And they have food truck events and they have we have all these festivals and 
it'd be cool just to you know lift the gladiator a little bit put some some tires on it and you know have a a matching blue azul trailer you know that was kind of our idea but then i was thinking i was like i think that we would be spending more money than what we have to like i feel like we can do more with spending less money and just load the jeep up for now until you make revenue and then get yourself a trailer yeah yeah i mean i gotta you know it has a small bed i can put whatever i need to you know put in there but it's a good idea but we're also in a freaking apartment man where am i gonna put a freaking horse trailer (laughs) someone's gonna like stab the the tires and spray paint it get this thing out of here park it in my driveway bry i got the room so like two buildings over, there was a charger one night that like double parked. It was a it was a white older like a 08 charger. I guess it was like a 09, like the first model, and it was kind of like beat up a little bit. And someone spray painted "nice parking dickhead" on the side of it, like in huge like blue, <laughs> like oh wow, Atlanta <laughs> baby. At least they didn't shoot it. Yeah, yeah. Or take all the parts. I see. I see chargers like on. I see chargers on Instagram, and there's like, dude, there's nothing left. I saw that with Challenger Hellcat. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Well, they like, steal everything so is gone. Fast. The drivetrain, the engine, the wheels, the fucking fabric from the trunk, the lights, everything, everything just gone, they just sitting there in like so a neighborhood. Fast. So fast. I heard my first um, domestic dispute today. What like so, by your I neighbors? Work from home. I have... No, it was like right above my apartment. So your neighbors. Dude came in, huh? So those are your neighbors, right? Yeah, my neighbors. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, I was not like, in my. I, I not said, in yo, my apartment. I said your neighbors. He's like, nah. Yeah. Like, up above. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what are they doing? Neighbors. Was he winning or was she I winning? I don't know. So from what I gather from, uh, <laughs> from just listening, is. The, the woman was home, and then whoever the woman is, I don't pay attention to people. And then the guy came in, and he just started yelling from as soon as the door came open. Then he slammed the door, and then he just yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling. And then um, after, I don't know, it was a long time of yelling. Then it was this loud music. Then it got annoying. Damn, you didn't get like the broom and give it the old fucking doof, doof, doof. Yeah. Huh? Bang on the ceiling. I need to do it, yo. Every it's like all they do is smoke pot. Isn't like where my my vents are? It's like always smells like marijuana. And they're and blowing it down it. into yours. Well, it just like in apartments, you know, ventilation kind of comes in and out. Damn. Like you only share like a furnace, but all the the HVACs all kind of tied in to each side. Huh. That's what we're doing so in the they, hospitals. We're changing out all the HVAC systems so each patient mm-hmm. has their own system. Oh, that's smart since COVID and all that. Yep. We still live? Yeah. Oh, I just... We're just shooting the shit. I'm going to end it right now. We're, we're hitting it 59 minutes right now. It's been great. Thanks for watching. We got a couple viewers still going. Nine of them. Hit yeah, the like button. That's we, great. I, got, I feel like guys, we've been doing good. I asked you guys to hit the like button. One person hit it. Come on, let's get one more person to hit it. What do you guys think of the soundboard? Hit me in the DMs with our next guest. I'm still looking for someone from a cold climate. I I put a post out looking for someone from Alaska. People are like, Bobby, Alaska's not that fucking cold. 
this place is colder, that place is colder. I want someone who's just like doing sprinklers where it's always fucking cold. So I reached out to a guy. I'll reach out to him again. Chad tomorrow. said Dakota. Uh, North or South Dakota in, uh, is colder than Alaska. In the research uh, facility at Antarctica. Damn, I want him. Yeah. yeah. What's he researching? I don't know. He just does the fire protection. I think. I don't what? know if he's going to re up his contract or. In Antarctica, is, uh, bro? It's about a $200,000 contract. Panzika says it's Bud it Light rep. Be... No, no, no. no. <laughs> the contract might be open. I think it's like $200,000 to level three. Hold on, you go, who who wants the Bud Light rep? <laughs> Nobody. For the guys on the Zoom, I just played crickets. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to cancel us. So the only thing with the soundboard is the guys that I'm talking to can't hear it. Only only the people on the show can hear it. I don't know if I can. I don't know how I could translate it onto the Zoom. I'd have to. I'd have to get it through my mic. So I went to the Braves game yesterday, and I was kind of looking. I did not see a single Bud Light or any advertisement. Yeah. None. Good. Take it down. They fired that. They fired not that one uh, at the stadium. Well, I almost and you would a bad think name. you know, like Bud Light's like a go-to at a. At a baseball game. Nah, you can't. They, that lady, that lady took that company right. You know what do they have? Like years a hundred years of just being an American beer, and now like it's their, gone. It was their woke. first woman CEO. Anything and... woke is just gone. It's a joke. Yeah. First woman CEO, and then she just screwed yeah, it up. That's a bad look. First woman CEO. Like, advertisement's not hard. Find what works and stick with it. You don't have to reinvent and be like, you know. I'm with it. It's marketing. Know your audience or know no, your. Yeah, exactly. Just like uh, anything, uh, right? Basic marketing. All right. Go back been... to the old Super Bowl Bud Light commercials and then stick with it. That's it. Like the Budweiser commercials with the sick horses and the carriage. And yeah, like those, exactly. those commercials always slap. Don't take a dude and pretend that he's a chick. Here, Put him on a keep can. It, keep it manly. Keep it badass. That's, <laughs> That's it. it. All right, and we're going to get off of here. This has been a great show. Thanks for coming on again, Kev. Thanks, Kev. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram. And thanks for watching. Thanks for